Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Welcome to the best show on your radio, the Love Friday edition, toy edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, and I always tell you, smart speaker, they'll play ESPN radio each and every Friday around this time. We get you ready for college football and the NFL weekend because nobody does it better than Ocho Mind Sam Ocho. ESPN football analyst, hit him on Twitter, the Sam Ocho. That's T H Sam Ocho. Before we get to NFL and college football, Harry Douglas put it out there, and now he's mad at us after he told us about he was not of that toy persuasion. His dad was like, look, you guys get out there, be the best kids you can be, be the best athletes you can be, be the best students you can be. But that toy thing, he he nixed that early. So what was your favorite toy growing up, Sam Macho? Well, I, I, I played with toys as a kid, and I still play nine years <laughs> NFL, too. So it's like you can do both, <laughs> right? Like, you can be both. Y'all better leave my daddy alone. That's, that's not how he was. Okay, y'all stop this right now. <laughs> We just Is wasn't it? interested in toys, okay? Sure, you weren't. So, that's a, the, so my favorite toy, honestly, I, I don't like, I, I don't, I didn't have like a favorite toy, right. like growing up. Like I, you know, I don't know, like you know, the Ninja Turtle toys or whatever. I didn't have like a favorite toy, but I will say this: as far as like the academics and sports and all the things that you kind of focus on, like. Mm. My parents, my parents are Nigerian, right? We, t- you know, the accent. You remember from last? Oh, oh last yes, time. we do. Okay, very good. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you just imagine? Uh, but anyway, so my point is, I didn't know your laugh was like that, Freddie. <laughs> oh, hey, y'all heard Freddie laugh? You were here last week. <laughs> you were the reason I was like that last week. Also, now Sam Ocho, that's going to take responsibility. Are you kidding me? That's what we're doing. That's how you're doing me today, Sam. <laughs> just imagine, eh? You're laughing at me. <laughs> hey, hey, you're laughing at me. Hyena. Oh, uh, American hyena. <laughs> okay, so, um, but I will say this. So I, didn't, I don't play with toys or whatever, but, like, so academics was huge in our household. Right. So, like, Harry didn't play with toys, made it to the NFL, right? Sam played with toys, made it to the NFL, right? But I will say this. Academically, it was like, if I got a C, okay. if I got a C, is like my dad's like, you're out of football. Oh, really? Yes. Out of sports, out of, out of football. And I'm like, and mind you, like I went to a school that was like, the, it was the number one rated school, still is number one rated private school in all of, in, in America, called St. Mark's School of Texas. It's a school I went to started in second grade. And like when I started my junior year-ish, I started getting like scholarships and stuff like that. And I remember like, I got like a 70-something on one of my tests. And he was like, if I see this, I sign this 70-something, right. I will take you, like, I'll take you out of football. And I'm like, dad, right. I'm getting scholarships. To like schools like USC, this is back with Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, USC right. and Oklahoma and Texas. All these, and he was like, I don't care. Wow. Like our priorities are our priorities, and our family like faith was a huge priority. Right, we're followers of Jesus. We're like that's like what we do, but also like academics mattered as well. Right, respect mattered, family mattered as well. There was not like the disrespect that you know you oh you're a teenager, yeah. mom, dad, get away. That would not fly. I remember even in in college. Well, let me not. We'll get to that later. But long story short is like you were gonna respect your parents. You were going to respect, like, 
not necessarily your teachers per se, but like you were going to get A's, maybe a B, and like C's weren't going to fly, right? And think about it, like mm-hmm. the way out, and Harry will tell you this, Freddie, you could probably say it too, like at least in Nigerian culture, the way out is academics. Mm-hmm. Nigeria is a developing country. The numbers may have changed now, but like as of a few years ago, about maybe a decade ago, there were 170 million people there living in Nigeria, and over two-thirds lived on less than a dollar a day. Yes. So they used to use the terms wow. third world, and that's how my parents grew up, right? And wow. the term used to be third world. Now it's developing. It may have even changed, right? Maybe there's a new term. And so like the way out was through academics, right? My dad came to and actually really, I don't know how deep we want to get really, we could do whatever, but like the way out was through academics mm-hmm. and through like being excellent. So most Nigerians you meet, ask any anybody who's listening, you know any Nigerian, ask them if they're not, either their sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, cousin, mom, dad, is a doctor, a doctor, a lawyer, right? Doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. um, engineer, right? Like engineers. Really? Because it was like there's no, we can't afford to be, you can't afford not to give your all, at least in Nigeria, because if you don't, t- less than a dollar a day, two-thirds. And so you could you could extrapolate that and then take that to America and there are certain parts of America where it's the same. I mean, no I maybe mean, not the same, but similar. Yeah. Right. And so, relatively anyways, relatively speaking, relatively speaking. And so, anyways, like, so yeah, that's why I probably why I don't remember a lot of the toys. Yeah, you know, maybe similar to Harry. It was like as we got older, it was like we were outside playing. Right. My my, my little brother Emmanuel, he has a show on on Fox called Speak. He played in the NFL, all the things, and um, like. My parents put us in sport because this dude was breaking things around the house. He was rambunctious, <laughs> and like, so it was like, but it was like, okay, sports was this outlet, all right? Right? Academics was an outlet, right? Our faith was our foundation, but all those things were ancillary to it. And so, um, it's funny, you know, they were doing this Toy Story thing, and like uh-huh. yesterday, and so like, who can you name any of the? Toy-? I was like, bro, I couldn't name you many. Any? I remember Woody. I think Woody. I, could, right. I didn't really Buzz watch Toy Story. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. There's I mean, a but, snake in my boot. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't really. <laughs> so, anyways, that's my that's my little two cents about about that's, how yeah. I grew up. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. So, well but but I, but I think that's is that's pretty cool though. And I and I think that like that structure, that balance, that discipline growing up, Acho, uh, y'all had it in y'all in y'all's household, and it was the same in mine because I remember my brother. Like, so we knew my brother was gonna make it in the NBA when he was like five years old literally really and i remember we were playing a very important basketball game uh my senior year and my brother had got a c in a class and my pops didn't let him play the game like i'm begging my father like this is my senior year please let him play but it was that 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 discipline and that structure about how schoolwork was going to always come first in our household even though sports were were major but nothing mm. came before schoolwork. And it's, it's to the point now with, like, those principles. Well, my daughter, my daughter's seven, and she understands, like, when I do homework with her, it, you she can't write it sloppy. We're not doing that. You're, you're going to write it neatly, and you're going to project yourself when, when you're talking about it. And it was just principles that my parents instilled in me and my brother and my sister when we were growing up. And it just followed. I'm pretty sure, Sam, you're instilling the same principles with your kids. Yeah, and I have a eight year old, a six year old, a five year old, a, a one year old. We actually had a t- parent teacher conference this morning with me mm-hmm. and my uh, the teacher of my eight year old son, right. Caleb, and he's at that same school, prestigious school, all the things. Amazing. Um, and I mean, it was a thing of like, even with academics, like how do we do this well, right? Okay, reading. You may not love to read, mm-hmm. but and a lot of some kids love reading, some kids don't. I didn't when grow up. I didn't love to read growing up. I was like, eh, whatever. But you need to build the skill. Yep. Yep. Right. Whether you like it or not, build the skill. Right. Where ESPN, whatever you work at, man, I may not love this job, but I need to build the skills, the skills of discipline, being on time, working hard, studying film, presentation, be, presentation. Right. Mm-hmm. How do I present myself? 
right? Some of those things are the thing. Like I, I, I came, you know, I said, let me come early for some, some of these shows, right? I mean, studio, I came an hour early just just because, right? And honestly, I, sometimes I'll be praying about stuff. I feel like guys like, hey, man, I want you to start being early, start staying late, whatever, right? right? You really about Kobe mm-hmm. and stuff you oh, would do. Oh, absolutely. So I said, let me do, let me go try. And I came early to a show last week, and all of a sudden, I'm walking the halls running to Norby Williamson, the dude who runs ESPN. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we're having conversations. Why? Because mm-hmm. I was early. Because I was on time. Hey, you're doing this work. Let me know what you need, right? So some of those little things you don't think about matter. And then secondly, I'll say, and I forgot what I was going to say. It was going to be some of that. It's just to respond to Harry. But, oh, yeah, here it is. The, the um, Those discipline things, like your dad taking your 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 brother out of that game. At that moment, it seems like the most monumental thing you could ever imagine. Like, the this world. Is, this is, I'm, I'm the star of this team in this game. But that lesson, mm-hmm. I promise you, here's how I know his brother will never forget it. Because Harry never forgot it. Mm-hmm. Harry was about 34, 35, 36 years old. That was 18 years ago. And he's still speaking about that. I, I'm 35, right? I've got four kids, married almost 10 years. And the first story I told was about how my dad was taking me out of, out of sports if I got yep. a C. Wow. So as parents that are listening, we are afraid. A lot of parents are afraid of their kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's culture, that's society, whatever. And that's not how we were created as parents. You're, you don't need to be your kid's best, best friend. Best friend, yeah. They, yeah. They, they have enough best friends. You, know, you also need to be a bully. Like, like some parents want to be the, dis, uh, what's the word? They want to be like the coach. Right, I'm gonna tell the story. I, I, I talk a lot on the on the. That's on quite all right. Sam Macho yeah, in studio with us. He does it every Friday with us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. So I was uh, at my son's soccer practice two weeks ago. Right, I'm only in town a few days because I'm, I'm here. I'm work, and I I was like, let me come to this practice so I can be present, be available. And I'm like, there. I play football, right? Soccer, but you know, principles are principles. I'm over here trying to help coach the team. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And like my son's making these gestures, like, Dad, why are you? And I'm like, bro, why don't gesture me? I'm a gesture you. You know what I mean? Like, Daddy, why are you? And so we're in the car, and I was like, how was you over here doing a little jet? I'm like, no, nah, dude, if the, you, you lost a drill, do your push ups. I saw three, you're supposed to do five, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're in the car, I'm like, how was practice? He's like, it was just okay. I said, why? He's like, because you're not the coach. I said, no, no. I'm, he's like, no, this guy's dad's the coach. You're not the coach. Mm. But, I, and but see that mm, you just did? Mm-hmm. I want to be like, no, nah, man, I know what I'm doing. I'm the. It's like, yeah, but I don't need you to be my coach. I need Absolutely. you to be my dad. Yep. Mm-hmm. He has enough coaches. Yep. He has enough critics. He has enough. He doesn't have. He only has one father. Mm-hmm. So Harry's point, and I really respected about, hey man, like chill out on my like. I had one father, right? I have one mother. Like that's that's what I need. And so I'm learning now in this season, right? Of oh wow, like what if this home could be a safe space where I could actually be your father? And like Harry said, hey, we're not doing sloppy stuff. No, we're not. Or mm-hmm. hey, we're taking you out of this sport. Yep. Why? Because that's one lesson for one day that'll carry you a lifetime. That's what parents are supposed to do. And so this is stuff that I'm learning, and I, I appreciate y'all for listening and, and yeah. uh, like oh. rocking with me and everybody. You know, because I'm oh, yeah. some of the stuff you process out loud. Yeah, you, you, you're never yep. too old to not have a chance to try to find your way to grow up. Seriously, I don't care if you're a parent, whatever that's going to be. Speaking of growing up, we're gonna see if the Miami Dolphins can do that. It's time for them to grow up now because the mean? Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills are on this division, Sam, in the last three years. About to play Miami at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Vegas has the Bills as a two-and-a-half-point favorite, even though the Dolphins put a 70-burger with lettuce, tomato, fries, soft drink, and a, and a pastry afterwards. <laughs> so that's why I said that the Dolphins, this why, to me, this game is more important for the Buffalo Bills and the Dolphins. Harry is the other way. Mainly because you're the Buffalo Bills. You don't want anybody to believe you can win this division. And if you're the Miami Dolphins, you want to tell Buffalo Bills, this is going to be our division. What are your thoughts on that? So – this game is of supreme importance, yes, for both teams, but more so for the Miami Dolphins. And the reason why is is this. Miami grew up last year. That's fair. Tua grew up last year. First eight games of the season or so, 
led the league in QBR and the number one offense, all these things. And all of a sudden, I know because I was in studio when it happened, Thursday night football, the concussion. Against Cincinnati. Bingo. Yeah. That mm-hmm. happens. And I went in studio Friday morning, and it wasn't just me. The world is like, oh, Tua, you should retire. And I, what do you think of having these decisions, right? Then Mike McDaniel, the way he handles it. Oh, how could you? I was on a sports center saying McDaniel didn't handle, didn't do a good job, right? Like, the world, hate is a strong world, but the world was not for Miami. And what happened? They spent this entire offseason and shut out all the noise, right? RC talking about, man, Tua put on all this weight and, you know, the, oh, you can't remember that that the video that they posted mm-hmm. on Tua can't throw. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, no, he's the most accurate quarterback. And we all laughed when he said that. Now I was, I literally was just watching Miami, watching their the, some of the off the tape from last week, and I'm like, bro, I got some plays that'll show you he is the most accurate quarterback or one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. So they grew up last year, okay, with all the hate and the vitriol and the concussion and Mike McDaniel and not good enough. And all. This year, like, what's the song? I'm on a new level. I'm like they're on a new level, and it's not just so. So like that, they and, and Buffalo needs to grow up too. No question. That's really That's a good you know. Point. So that, so I'm gonna stop, but I see a different team, and it's great because they don't care. Tua don't care anymore. Tua's like, hey, keep my name out your mouth. Don't talk. I don't need you to talk about. And I'll, oh, by the way, whether you do it or not, I don't care. But just like, what 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 are you gaining from talking about me? Media, anybody? Just keep my name. Let me do my job. You do yours. And, I think and then, yeah. I think that's the growth too and Tua like this year. Like we see him more vocal. We see him having fun, mm-hmm. like celebrating with his teammates. And these are some of the things I didn't see at another level last year because he was getting injured so much. But he honestly feels like he's having fun. Like he loves doing it and he's just one of the guys and his confidence is through the roof. How how do you see Tua now versus the way you seen Tua last year? I see a new a, a new creature. A new cre Creation, a new creature. You can creature point, is probably you, a better you, word. You can do a compound word. <laughs> I was about to say, that's Created, a compound. Creature, yeah. creature. Creature. You, over, be, you better trademark that because somebody will steal it, take credit for it, and forget about you. Mark I, my words. I've seen uh, evolution straight up. And and Harry saying it like, what, you didn't. You almost more like, it's quiet. I don't really want to talk. He took it all to, mm-hmm. the, to the gut mm-hmm. last year. Yep. Yep. Nobody was pro Tua. Every media outlet talked about him. And concussions and retirement and his, his family, but he had his family. He had Talia, his little brother, who's at Maryland right now, undefeated. He had his mom, his dad. That's all he had, and then he had Coach McDaniel. Absolutely. And so I see, I see a. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Mm. It's gonna be good. You're searching for it. Yeah. 
some some things are just ordained. Okay. Yeah. And I think this is that. Two reasons. Number one, imagine Tyreek Hill, but without a brilliant offensive mind. Like he's had Andy Reid, excellence. Now he has Mike McDaniel, even better. Like they're doing even better, right? They put up seventy points without Jalen Waddle. Right. They went and drafted Devon A. Chain, ran a four two something, maybe four three two, but like track star from college from AM. Right. They have the perfect pieces for this system and they have the perfect quarterback. Imagine Tua without Mike McDaniel. We've seen some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen uh, that. You know, with Flores, maybe, you know, bench him this play game, next that game. Yeah. Well, that's not coaching. Yeah, playing Jedi mind tricks on him. That's not coaching. That's Jedi mind tricks, and it's not Star Wars. This is football, <laughs> right? And so, like, Mike McDaniel on that plane, Mike McDaniel was like, nah, dude, we're co- um, let's do this. And he that's family. Even So, so anyways, I, I am overly excited. But then also on the other side, maybe I mean, we can talk about Buffalo later, but Buffalo, Buffalo's, Buffalo, this could, be, this could be the year two. Okay. They've been through wow. – so they had to grow up. These last three years has been like this drudgery. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, got Leonard Floyd, got Jordan uh, – uh, what's that D-tackle back? Uh, number Oliver. 97, yeah. Ed Oliver, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? AJ Epinesa had a pick six last week. Like, Von, had, Von isn't even back yet. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's heard all this. Somebody was talking about, man, is Josh Allen, you know, they already passed their prom, something like that. Oh, yeah, that was on first take. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard so, that conversation. And now yeah. nobody's talking about them. They're all talking about the Jets. Mm-hmm. And soon it'll be the Dolphins. They won 37-3 last week. They had nine sacks, four picks. Nobody's, we ain't talking about Buffalo. Wow. It's all about Miami and 70 points, which is accurate because – that offense is gonna. That offense is gonna. Offense. McDaniel's gonna McDaniel, <laughs> and then that defense is what we like. Vic, I, I got excited. I played for Vic Fangio. Um, he's a defense coordinator for the Dolphins, and I'm watching a little bit of their defense. I'm like, bro, this is this is good. Each week, this defense is good. Vic yeah. Fangio was the guy who was helping the um, was it the Eagles last year as a consultant. That's why their defense was part of the reason why they were so good. Vic Fangio's coached number one defenses multiple times. Vic Fangio's coached Pro Bowlers, Hall of Famers, like. Oftentimes, Hall of Fame game, he's there because one of the people he coaches is getting in the Hall of Fame. Wow. That's so, tremendous. Wow. Mm. Real quick, before we let you get out of here, Sam Acho in studio with us on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio in college football. Notre Dame, just saying this for a friend, it's kind of hard to play Deeves with 10 people at the goal line. <laughs> just put it out there. You don't have to read football, book for dummies, to know that when it comes to that. How do they rebound, and now they're going to play a number 17 Duke team that firmly believes they can be in the mix with the ACC championship this year? I mean, you better flush that down the toilet. Like, for real. Like, that loss, mm-hmm. I was talking with Trevor Maddish yesterday. He was like, man, you know, can't let this thing beat you twice. Bro, Duke is coming to take their soul. Absolutely. Yep. They did it to Clemson. They did it the last two, three weeks, wherever they played. You know, teams aren't great, but Lafayette and, you know, Northwestern. They're coming. You know, what is it? I'm coming, and I'm bringing my baggage with me. They're coming. <laughs> They're bringing their quarterback with them. And he's and he's Riley, and he's good. Averages over five yards after uh, five yards per rush after contact. This is one of the number one. This is one of the best running teams in all of college football, so they're coming. And I think Notre Dame will be ready. Notre Dame needs to grow up. I'll, in I'll what way? Um, how do you respond after a loss like that? How do you respond after a loss where I mean they had ten men on the field and they, Ohio State only made it by a few inches. Mm-hmm. That's true. They still could have won that game. Well, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't have even got to that. Like you, you had an interception that was dropped by a defensive player. And also, Sam, I'll go back to the situational football thing for Notre Dame. They got fourth down twice offensively, and you do a quarterback sneak one time and you pass a, 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 another uh, instance. When you have Ardrick Estime, who is the number one rusher in college football, you have Joe, Al- Joe Alt 
at the tackle position. So none of that made sense to me. And also when you have an opportunity to make Ohio State use all their timeouts, when you look at those portions of the game, that's another area I think Notre Dame needs to grow up is situational football. Yeah, and what and what I mean by grow up is like not what they've done in the past, but like what are you doing in the future? Like how are you – like I needed to grow up, right? Like, hey, with my son, hey, you know, da- daddy, you're not the coach. So what happened the very next week at mm. practice? I said, you know, I'm going to go to practice and I'm, I'm going to be present, but I'm not going. I'm not even going to speak. I'm just going to watch. Mm-hmm. And he got two thumbs up. Like a couple times he looked around, he was playing goal a little bit. Gave a thumbs up, got a thumbs up. I think one of my thumbs up distracted him. He gave up a goal. I'm like, come on, let me practice. I'm like, come on, let me just stay. And then we came back, and all of a sudden, because I want to help on we're in the car driving back, and out of nowhere, well, anyways, there's just it's a really cool, some really cool like father-son moment in the car. That's cool. And so what will you do after a loss like that? You need to come out and smash Duke, a Duke team that is confident in their quarterback, Riley Leonard, confident in their defense. Watch out for Dwayne Carter, number 90. Look out for number 97 Ooh. on that Duke defense. Uh, Will, Wesley Williams, I got to get his last name, but like 97. I just remember 97, 95, and number, <laughs> number five on defense on the de- interior. They're coming, and they're bringing their baggage with them, and, and a Notre Dame needs, needs to show who they are. You have them, you have USC, you have Clemson. This opportunities are wide, right in front of you. Be the number 17 team, and all of a sudden you climb in the rankings. But USC in a couple weeks beat them. They'll be top, top. They should be a top. Now, hold on now. You're just not going to skip over next week. No, oh, Louisville. Know, my bad. Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. come on now, Joe. No, no, I, I, I rock Sam, with y'all. You knew that was going to happen. I rock with y'all, but I, let me not say but. That's going to be a great game. <laughs> no, straight up. Y'all are, y'all are, y'all, don't you have the number one passing offense on college football? Either number uh, one, maybe number maybe yeah, top five. It's, definitely it's, top yeah. five. It's definitely and, top four. And, and the run game, too. Bingo. The run game has been yeah. – been, Bingo. So even though they don't do it much, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's valuable when they do do it. Yeah, I rock with Louisville. So there you go. Boom. You got that. You got a Louisville team that if they win again, maybe – I think Louisville's right outside the top 25 in right. my they play, opinion. They play tonight. They, they play, play tonight. tonight. They North play Carolina tonight. State. Yeah. NC State. They beat NC State. Maybe they're a top 25 team. So boom, you beat 17, you beat 24, whatever you all going to be ranked. That you beat USC if you, you know, I'm just saying opportunities are ahead of, ahead of you. Yeah, no doubt. But by the way, comedian Ken Jong will be the guest picker for Duke football versus Notre Dame part of college game day. He's part of the best fan of the month brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve, man. You are too good. My friend always appreciate you, Sam. Thank you so much. We can't wait to do it again next week. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Y'all are family, man. I yeah, come yeah, here and I absolutely seeing you, Freddie, seeing, uh, my Louisville brother, Harry. Hey. I rock with y'all, though, for yeah, real. I don't yeah. know why I like Louisville. <laughs> I don't know why. I like, I like Jeff Brom. You know what I mean? I like uh, – y'all had uh, Charlie Strong, right? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Clint was hurt there or was hurt not there with Charlie Strong? Maybe they were together in, They were together elsewhere. You know, you know Shane Steichen was there. There you go. The, I strong. didn't know that, really. Yeah. I did not know that with Shane yep. Steichen. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, Sam. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Step by Sam Acho does a great job as an ESPN football analyst. Great follow on Twitter at the Sam Acho. He was here in studio on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Are we being way, way too critical when it comes to a certain quarterback not named Aaron Rodgers for the New York Jets? That's next. Major League Baseball's Wild Card Series on ESPN Radio. Driven right center field. Well hit. The American and National League Wild Card Series begins Tuesday on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. On Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman. Welcome to the Love Friday edition presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. I did warn Harry before Lady by D'Angelo's played. I said, as much you love the songs in the first hour, Love Friday on Freddie and Harry. You're going to love this one. You did not let me down. <laughs> you, you, you didn't, Freddie. You did you not really let didn't. me and down. This is a song, actually, like when I'm cleaning up around the house, I play this song a mm-hmm. lot. And my kids, they bob to it as well. Really? So this, is, this is one that my kids enjoy uh, really? along with their father. Yep. The four and the seven-year-old bobbing to D'Angelo. Yeah, they just they like they love the beat. Okay. They love the beat. The, the beat is you fire. Know? No doubt about that. The beat is fire. Yeah, man. Thankfully, he didn't wreck his career by going away for like 10 years. He did you, come you, back you, or something. You, you want to know what else they like? What's that? Mr. Loverman, Shaba. Oh, they make my wife so mad when I play that song, <laughs> and I and I cut it down right on the Shaba part. And my and my my four year old son and my seven year old daughter, I know they, a girl. Out loud, they go Shaba. <laughs> oh, my wife gets so upset. She give us the the the, the nasty face too. Oh, not the, not the gas face, the nasty Oh, yeah, face. She, she look at all of us like. Your poor wife. Mm-hmm. Her, her, the heaven is sealed dealing with you three <laughs> as far as that goes. A lot of people hoping what kind of heaven or hell you're going to see from Zach Wilson on Sunday when the New York Jets take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the last time we left our hero, Zach Wilson, the same quarterback whose QBR rating is a career low 26.7. That ranks 33rd out of 34 qualified passes so far in the National Football League. The only quarterback below him is Justin Fields in Chicago at 21. These two are taking number two and number three in the draft. But Zach Wilson telling Jets fans, we believe in each other. Please keep believing in us. Yeah, keep believing. Keep believing. We're doing everything we can. We hope, we hope that their passion you know, shows us that we're just as passionate as they are. We want to get this thing going just as bad as they want it to, and we're doing everything we can to get it going, and we're going to keep working hard. Yeah, keep believing. Keep believing. We're doing everything we can. We hope, we hope that their passion you know, shows us that we're just as passionate as they are. We want to get this thing going just as bad as they want it to, and we're doing everything we can to get it going, and we're going to keep working hard. I had to play it twice, Harry, because yesterday, Rich Samini, ESPN New York Jets reporter, put on social media that 
players got T-shirts, black T-shirts, block white letters, simply saying, I got your back. And the most Jetsian things of Jetsian <laughs> things, that is on the top ten list of Jetsian things to say, we know everybody does believe in our quarterback. We don't know if we believe in our quarterback, but we're going to get T-shirts to show everybody that we might believe in our quarterback when it comes to Zach Wilson. Yeah, you don't need to do all that. But but I, I do agree with one thing that, he, that Zach Wilson did say because, you know, a lot of times, and I understand fans are so invested because they spend they, their hard-earned money on football games, on gear, to support the yeah. organization, to support the team, that sometimes I do believe fans forget that, hey, these guys are invested. These guys are around one another more so than they are their own families. Right? That's like, completely when, fair. When I played, I, I was around my teammates more so than I was around my wife and my newborn daughter. So when you, you invest that time, no one goes out there and, and try to lose. Like you always want to try to win and put forth your best efforts and you're, you're grinding when you're at the facility. Then when you get home, it doesn't stop because you're still putting that time and that work in. Mm-hmm. So I understand what he's saying in that sense. But as far as them making T-shirts, why are you making T-shirts? Just go out there and, and have a damn good showing against the Kansas City Chiefs. Amen. Amen. Like, you don't need T-shirts to say I have your back. If a person knows you have you have their back, you don't, you have don't to need to make them. no T-shirt to right. ha- saying that you have their back. When I saw that yesterday as a Jets fan, Harry, I just said to myself, I am not surprised to see that. This is the New York Jets way. And you can say that the media or people have been too critical of Zach Wilson. I'm not going to say that you're wrong as far as that goes. As far as I'm concerned, I think it has been overly – Overly excessive when it comes to Zach Wilson. But 100%. you know what? That's what happens when a team has failed you when it comes to the Jets. This is what happens when a team drafts you with the second pick in the draft and they overdrafted you. This is the same football team that puts you in a non-win situation by having you named the starting quarterback when you clearly were not ready for that. Have the Jets done all they can to bring somebody else in? Yeah, they brought in Aaron Rodgers. I still wonder if they've done all they can to make Zach Wilson a better quarterback Because, Harry, it can't be easy when you walk into a locker room or you walk along the coaches that are supposed to help you and you feel like if things continue to go this way, I know who's getting blamed for this. It's not going to be the head coach, Rob Sala. It's not going to be the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. It's going to be me, Zach Wilson. I can't even imagine what that must be like for him, no matter how much I think he still can't play as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So, Freddie, uh, you know I grew up on the south side of Atlanta, right? And you know how much I love where I'm from. And growing up, one of my favorite artists was T.I., right? There you go. Because he was just so real, raw about everything. And he has this saying, and I'm going to get south side of Atlanta on everybody real quick. He has this saying, don't talk about it, be about it, shouter. Don't stop talking about it, Jets. I don't, stop making T-shirts. Stop talking about we gotta do this. We gotta do that. Perform on Sunday. Perform. I don't want you're in prime time. T- There's no better game than had to have Absolutely. than on prime time. Now y'all just happened to play the Kansas City Chiefs, in which they found their groove offensively versus the Chicago Bears. Bad news, Bears. I should say last week. And ooh, <laughs> and that defense. We talk about the defenses that Zach Wilson and that offense has faced so far in his first two starts. Well, let's not sit here and act like Kansas City defense isn't top 10 in the National Football League. They're playing like an elite defense. Yes, they are. And one of the things that Zach Wilson struggles with is the blitz. If for any minute, if you think the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve Spagnola, 
is not going to blitz Zach Wilson, you're out of your mind. <laughs> you're out of your mind. So all this talk about what you're going to do, we got his back, we believe, we believe, we believe. I, I don't want to hear it no more. I want to see it on Sunday. Sunday night, prime time to be exact, uh, 8.20. I'm calling the, 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 the Ravens and the Browns game. My flight, that game should end at 4-something. My flight is at 5.45, I believe, Freddie. <laughs> so I should be back home in time to watch prime time, the Jets and the Chiefs, it, so my eyeballs can see. I don't have to hear nothing. Right. I may have it on mute. I don't want to hear nothing. I want to see what the Jets are going to do against the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champion. Well, another guy that wants to see that, by the way, he's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. And Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio. Another guy that wants to see that, no matter what he's going to see from Zach Wilson, is the head coach of the New York Jets, Robert Sala. With regard to with Z, we all acknowledge he has to play better. We, we all acknowledge that. He acknowledges that. Teammates acknowledge it. He acknowledges it himself. And um, the key is to have confidence in yourself. You have to. you got to keep continually stack good days. You know, you go out and you, you own your moments. You go out to practice. You dominate practice. And you just try to – got to find a way to, tran- um, to gain the momentum of practice and uh, turn it into a – transfer that momentum into the game. For him, definitely needs to get better, but at the same time, you, you've got to maintain your belief in yourself and, and your teammates and, and play within yourself and not try to press and make things happen. Just play within the structure of the offense, get the ball to your playmakers, and let your playmakers go to work. And uh, as soon as, as that starts happening and the ball gets rolling in that regard, that's when the confidence will start to stack. Fred, I never thought I would say this. Okay. I, at this point, I just want the coaching staff for the Jets to just give the Bill Belichick answers now. <laughs> I'm being I'm being real. Like everything that Robert Sala just said there, damn, don't you think we all know? We all know that. <laughs> like, just get a Bill Belichick answer. He's the game is on Sunday. Uh-huh. We're gonna go out and play the game the best of our abilities on Sunday. <laughs> like just give a Bill Belichick answer at this point. Please. You know why you hear those kind of answers? Because the Jets don't know how to coach him. The Jets don't know Which what to is, do with and him. It's, and it's and it's sad to me, Freddie, because I said this on Get Up yesterday. I'm tired of hearing people telling me Nathaniel Hackett doesn't understand or know Zach Wilson. And? (laughs) Why doesn't he? Well, you know why he doesn't. He's supposed to. He's supposed to, but when you put all your eggs in the basket, that cliche when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson became an afterthought. I guarantee you, this is just me spitballing, Aaron Rodgers coached Zach Wilson more than Nathaniel Hackett. But t- before Aaron Rodgers had that injury, that took away his season. Maybe they need to have Zach Wilson fly to Aaron Rodgers every Tuesday and Wednesday, get the game plan, they go over and have him fly back for Thursday and Friday with the New York Jets because the Jets have not figured out. Or maybe they don't want to figure out. Maybe they're telling us what we already know. We regard this as a mistake in the building. We're not going to keep this mistake in the building. We're just going to let him go out there and hang him out to dry. And when we replace with Trevor Simeon, we can say, we did everything we could. He just didn't get it. Maybe that's what the Jets are telling us. They're going to literally throw him out there, Christians to the Lions like in Gladiator, and the Lions <laughs> eat him up. Hey, we tried, but we couldn't stop the Lions from eating him. Once the Lions got their teeth in him, there was only so much we could do. That's <laughs> gonna, what the Jets are doing send, to Zach Wilson. They're going to send him to the Lions then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a, a pack full of hungry Lions. Exactly. going to send them to. <laughs> yeah, but right now, Zach Wilson is starving, and the Jets are not finishing him off in terms of making sure he gets replenished with what he needs to succeed, and it's going to be ugly on Sunday. A bloodbath when Kansas City comes to play on Sunday night.
football. He's Harry Douglas. Hit him on Twitter at hdouglas83. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance, insurance of motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. It's time for us to hit that number, hit that number, hit that number. And when we do, it can put more money, more money in your pocket by Monday. Keep it here on ESPN Radio's Freddie and Harry. College football, tomorrow on ESPN Radio. It's the first SEC road test of the season for 12th-ranked Alabama when the Crimson Tide head to Starkville to face Mississippi State. Coverage begins tomorrow at 8.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. Presented by Dr. Pepper. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. It is a Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. You got Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Yeah, I see you dancing around your radio to this like for SMDs. It's okay. It's right. This is your safe space. Shannon Penn was doing it. Harry Douglas is still doing it. <laughs> Freddie, I love music. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I love music. Wake up to music, go to sleep to music. Amen. I listen to it at every break that I have. I listen to it. Uh, I, I just I travel with a boom box in my, in, my, in my book bag or my luggage. Aren't you a little young for a boom box, dude? Well, I still call it a boom box. Okay. I, I, I know you're far younger than I am. I didn't no, think that no. boom box is a part of your youth growing up in Southwest Atlanta. You know I got an old soul, Freddie. I have I, an old soul. I know you got an old soul, but I didn't think you had an old boom box. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's, I didn't think it's a that. more modern age uh, boombox. I was about to say, I'm glad we finally got to the truth as far as that goes. It's time to get to the truth when it comes to certain numbers, certain over-unders, that we're going to hit that number. And when we do, not if, when we do, that puts more money in your pocket by Monday once the NFL Sunday is over. We bring in the pride of St. Bonaventure University, Devin Kane, one of our dudes behind the scenes. He throws it at us, NFL Week 4 props over under, and we hit that number on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. All right, 
All of these are courtesy of Caesar Sportsbook, our friends there. Tua, I'm not going to say his last name because I can never pronounce it correctly. Someone help me. Low. There Tell you go. Thank low. you. I'm Tua and buddy. Josh Allen both have the same over-under for passing touchdowns, so we'll include both of them here. 1.5, so one and a half. Are they going to go over or under Harry? I'm going to go over. I'm going to go, I'm going to go over. When I look at Tua, the only time this year he hasn't done that was against the New England Patriots. Um, in their defense because that defense forced them to run the football and they were able to do that. I don't see Buffalo just saying, hey, we're going to force you to run the football. I think Buffalo is going to do what they do defensively. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over. I'm going to say over for two and under for Josh Allen because I don't think he'll need to do that. I think Buffalo is going to run the ball just a little bit better, and they've run it pretty well the last couple of weeks. I don't think he'll need to do that. I think they'll be close enough to the end zone where he'll get a rushing touchdown. Other people get a rushing touchdown. So I'll say, yeah, over for Tua, but under for Josh Allen. I think he gets one, but not one and a half, not two. All right, Freddie. Harry will be at the Ravens-Browns calling it for ESPN Radio. So let's do that game here. Lamar Jackson over under .5. So just you're you're going, is he going to get a touchdown, passing touchdown, over under for Lamar Jackson? I'm taking the under on that one. No Rashad Bateman, no Odo Beckham Jr., and those ruffians from Cleveland on the other side are going to make them run around and try to make plays. And the one thing about Cleveland's defense, as terrific as they've been rushing the pass and getting that pressure, they do not allow a lot of big plays. And we've seen Lamar Jackson have those unscripted plays turning into big plays. Well, two guys won't be there to help you do that when it comes to Rashad Bateman and Odell Beckham Jr. So I think that's under. I don't think he throws a passing touchdown Sunday versus Cleveland. I am actually going to go over, and the reason why I'm going to go over in this one is because it's only one that he has to get, so I know that Jim Schwartz and that defensive coordinator and that defense of Cleveland, they're going to blitz. They're going to play man coverage. I am banking on someone getting loose and scoring a touchdown at least once for the Baltimore Ravens. So that's why I'm going to go over. That did surprise me. Next up, Harry, we got Falcons and Jaguars. The over-under point total is 43 points. Harry, are you going to go over or under 43 total points? I think I'm going to go under in this one. I'm going to go under because the Atlanta Falcons, they love to run the football, so that clock's going to be winding down. When I look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, the self-inflicted wounds within their pass game, drop balls, uh, guys not you know running routes crisp. I can see them resulting to the run game because I do feel like, you know, Travis Etienne and also Tank Bigsby, those guys deserve to get more carries. So that's why I'm going to go under in this one. Yeah, what he said. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, next up, let's go to the America's team, I guess. They Dak are. Prescott. You guess. Freddie, Dak Prescott <laughs> is getting 232 and a half passing yards, and they're playing a stingy pass defense over under 232 and a half passing yards. I'm going to take the over on that one. I think he'll find some holes in that defense because their front seven's really good, but you can make plays on their secondary. They can be had in the middle of the field. And we we saw at times Miami exploit that. They squeezed it down, then they ran the football. But I think their outside guys can get to the middle. I think Dak Prescott goes over 232 and a half passing yards. I'm going to go under. The only team so far this season that was able to pass for – that yardage was the Miami Dolphins with 249, and even even that team uh, ran the ball majority of the times. I'm interested to see Kristen Gonzalez and C.D. Lamb he's matched up stud, against one man. another. Gonzalez, the kid out of so, Oregon, he, he's a shutdown corner already. That is something I'm really looking forward to in this game, but I'm going to go under. All right, last but not least, well, maybe it is least. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet bowl game of the week. The Broncos... 
trash. Taking on the Bears, Harry. Over under 46 points. What do you say you? Uh, I'm going to go over because both defenses are that bad this season. So I think these offenses are going to be able to unlock at some point. I'm with you. I'm going to go over as well. If anything, I can see the Broncos carrying that freight. Yep, with a more lot so more points than the, than the, the Bears. Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah. You're spot on with that. I mean, it's why we called it a toilet bowl for a reason brought to you by Drano. That's how bad this game is going to stink. But there are going to be some points scored, and I'm with you. The majority of that's going to happen for the Denver Broncos. Scoring points has not been a problem lately for the Broncos, even though they're 0-3 on the season. All right, I got, we got one minute. I got an extra one, by the way. Oh, I like Uh-oh. it. Bonus coverage. Harry's, Harry's calling the game, right? Yes, he is. Over, yep. under, plausible Quotes from Harry on the game action. No, nah, under. He'll be on his P's and Q's because he's been dying to do NFL football on ESPN radio. Yep. Yeah, believe me, he's going to be a choir boy on Pause. Sunday. No, I will say this. There there will be some funny things that probably come out. Uh-huh. And then Steve Levy understands that, too. Uh-huh. So there will be some funny stuff, but I am going to be on my best behavior because I love calling games. You know how you remember the altar boys? They walked into church looking all prim and proper in the outfits. That's going to be Harry on Sunday. He's going to mind his P's and Q's. He knows the big boss. I'm all buttoned up, Coach. I'm exactly. ready to go in. They'll let us get away with this on Juvenile Radio, but not on the NFL property on Sunday <laughs> when it comes to Browns and Ravens. Harry, Doug, and Freddie coming together. Freddie and Harry, who would you rather have right now, Tua or Josh? We'll give our answers next on ESPN Radio. for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN radio, the ESPN app and on Sirius XM channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.